Hi, Secret Squad. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're all hanging in there and staying safe and healthy. My heart is with you all during this time. Today, I am introducing a fun bonus episode of I've Got a Secret. This is a never-before-heard conversation from the previously aired episode with Courtney Six and Carrie Whitman. What you didn't hear in that episode is when we started talking about a topic that all three of us are deeply passionate about, animal rescue. Now, probably more than ever, dogs and other animals are in need of fostering and rescuing. And what better way to spend your time at home than caring for an animal that needs some fostering and needs some love? Fostering an animal is a wonderful way to fight loneliness and reduce stress during this very uncertain time. Right in the beginning, you'll hear Carrie Whitman talk about her rescue foundation, Ace of Hearts, and the amazing work they do in the Los Angeles area. I encourage you to check them out. Visit I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for more information on this organization, as well as a ton of information on animal foster and rescue in your area. People don't realize that LA has the highest kill rate in America. 500 dogs a day are killed, 37% are purebreds. And um, uh, we are the highest uh, kill rate in any urban city in America. <gasps> and you and support shelters, no-kill shelters, correct? Yeah. Well, we don't. Well, we go in and take dogs that are going only the day they're going to be killed. Uh-huh. So we do go to all the kill shelters because uh-huh. we want to get them. I mean, we'll support Greener Pup. Will support the no-kill shelters, uh-huh. of course, but. That's the dog bed company, but the the um, the dogs that we pull from, we pull from the worst shelters that we oh. can. I mean, we drive all over. I mean, I know there's a big one. We, wow. um, my girlfriend, so sad. That's amazing. It's You're amazing. so sad. Allison Thank Eastwood, you. she has. I'm sure yeah, she you know, has one. Mm-hmm. She has her Eastwood Foundation, and yep. we met actually at the uh, maybe eight years ago or so at the San Bernardino. Um, yeah, that's a bad shelter. shelter. Yeah, and it was crazy. Like, so my husband and I went, and we just wanted to go donate some time with an adoption mm-hmm. they were doing. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and just our hearts were broken. And and at the time, he was on the road, and they were showing us. I mean, I'm going to cry. Yeah, they were showing awful. us the dogs that <gasps> weren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. And he was so sweet. He, because he has a pretty big following on social media, mm-hmm. and and so he ended up giving all these tickets away oh. if, if people could come and, <gasps> and rescue these dogs. Oh, that's beautiful. And I was a little, I was so happy to get the dogs out of there. But mm-hmm. at the same point in time, I was a little nervous just because, you know, in the back of my head, I think I was thinking, well, what if someone just adopted these dogs because maybe to, to yeah. meet my husband mm-hmm. or just yes. for the tickets? Yeah, for the wrong reasons. And We've been updated for mm-hmm. years with, oh, with so. pictures with the family with the dogs mm-hmm. and their Christmas <gasps> cards, that. and it it was really neat. So yeah. kudos to you for what you're doing. It is a lot of work for both of you. you. Animal lovers, dog lovers are very special to everyone that, of course, is also an animal lover. And Philip and I are, he's, when I met him, he had a cat. Uh-huh. I grew up as a dog owner. My parents and my, the whole family, we always had a dog, and I've always been dog a dog lover, and he was a cat lover, and he had a cat, and that cat didn't like me. I swear. <laughs> oh my God. He said, no, it's just picky. But 
It's a huge cat, gray cat. Called it crazy. But it's probably jealous that you yeah, came in jealous. jealous. But yeah. It ended up kind of liking me, but mm-hmm. I had never owned a cat and he bought me a cat, but I was a dog person. He was a cat person and he became a dog person and, and me a cat person. But I have to say, though, after saying all that, I love dogs. I always have. And there was a day, though, when the boys were young. I'm going to say Jay was 10. Jordan was three. It was Mother's Day and Philip walked in with the boys, and they gave me two kittens for Mother's Day. Oh. <laughs> of course, Philip was behind him, and I just yeah. smiled at them but glared at him. But they turned out to be such treasures to me. Really? I, one, they were long-haired Siamese uh-huh. kittens that I named the—it was a boy and a girl. Uh-huh. And I named the little boy Simon, because mm-hmm. they were Siamese, Simon. Mm-hmm. And the little girl was baby sister. Because oh. I, I told the boys it was the only baby sister they would ever have. And oh, that's <laughs> So we named her baby sister, and I grew to love those kittens and cats as they came. Oh, I loved them so much. So now I can say I'm a dog and cat person. Do you have yeah. cats still? No, no. They both got sick years later. We right. had them for a very long time, and I'm, you know, I'm sad when we they got sick. But And the dog that you just lost, what kind of dog was that? Oh, do you know, we rescued her. Philip found her mm-hmm. at a shelter surprised really? me when he walked in with mm-hmm. her. And she was just a little furball, white furball oh. when, when he walked in. And um, she was, well, I have to say this. He walked in and they said, we think she's part German shepherd, part something. Mm-hmm. And she was so smart. But the shelter told him that they had rescued her from a construction site in Koreatown. Oh, wow. And that she... They think that she'd been abused because she mm-hmm. cowered with men. Uh-huh. And so he said, okay, and whatever. And he adopts it, the puppy, and brings her home. And we called um, the dog whisperer. Yeah, Caesar. He'd just been on mm-hmm. the show, mm-hmm. like you're speaking. And yeah. uh, he came out, and he walked in. He went, oh, this is not a mix. Immediately, he said, this is a Korean jindo. Oh, yeah. And they're endangered. Yeah. They can't, they're really? not supposed to really leave Korea. Mm-hmm. And we think that maybe it got lost from someone in Koreatown. Yeah, that was breeding them or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so smart. It was so smart. Really? It, it was a brilliant So dog. did Caesar take it or you ended up no, working no. with it? No, he worked with us and, uh-huh. and then we trained it. Isn't he amazing? Amazing. Amazing. I wish. Amazing. We need like a hundred more Caesars. He told us the perfect trainer for it. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. I don't really think she ever needed to be trained Mm -hmm. because he walks in with this puppy. And of Mm -hmm. course, I'm like, oh, because we had one Mm -hmm. Shih Tzu. Uh Couldn't train it. Right. There's it was a burn. They could be a little. Oh. <laughs> Our boys both had beagles growing up. Yeah. Beagle dogs. Philip grew up with a beagle. Da, da, da. So we've had different kinds of dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this puppy came home, and I said, okay, so we need to find a trainer because we got to train the, this dog because this house is kind of big, and we don't want it to get yeah have a problem going outside. Yeah. So anyway, we I walked this little puppy down the stairs and out to the front yard, and I just literally said, okay, Maggie, we named it Maggie. We mm-hmm. let Jordan name it, and he loved the Simpsons at the time. I said, Maggie, <laughs> I said, this is where you potty and poop. Right here, not in the house, mm-hmm. right here. This is where you go. And so I let her go. I pick her up and I take her to the front porch. I open the door and I let her just walk in. I said, okay, now come with me. So whatever. And so we, that puppy had to walk 
through the foyer, go down some steps, turn right, then turn left, go down a hallway, then turn right. We're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. but we were outside. The guys were outside, so mm-hmm. then we turned left, went through another room, and we go outside. So we're outside on the patio, da da da. And I look up and I went, "Where's the puppy? Where's the puppy?" Mm-hmm. So I go looking for the puppy, and I find her at the front door, looking at the door handle, oh, wanting to go to out. go to the bed. Ba- oh, think of all those turns and things. But Bless she felt she was like a little snowball. Yeah, and I went. Oh my God, Maggie! I love you. I love you so much. Do you know she never, ever, ever went in the house? Wow, she from that moment went to the door every time. That's they're brilliant dogs. Yeah. Plus, she's they're very protective. They Mm -hmm. love children. They'll protect their owners and Mm -hmm. children. They stand between them and any any that's great any stranger. I Mm -hmm. also always think. I mean, we didn't. Rescue. I've rescued in the past, but Mm -hmm. with our two golden retrievers, Mm -hmm. we didn't rescue them. but next time we get a dog, we're going to. But um, I think there is something so prolific about when you do rescue a dog or a cat, just how much they love you and yeah. how grateful they really are. I, mm-hmm. I do think they really know. I think they know. In yeah. my experience, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah, I will say, though, that. with our, because it, we researched so much about the breed once we learned what it was and. We did muzzle her when yeah. the grandbabies came over. That's fine. Because she did Caesar she belonged you? to us mm-hmm. in our home, and so she was protective of the two of us. And they weren't over enough in the beginning for her to know that they were part of the family because they didn't live there. And so we just played it safe. We just thought, yeah. you know, we're going to muzzle her. And we, we watched her, and we didn't make her stay in it the entire time, so Philip would take her out of the room, take the mm-hmm. muzzle off, play with her outside and let her go to, you know, let her have some time without it. But anytime yeah. she was around the grandchildren, anytime she was near them, uh, because she was so diligent with being right beside but us and you guys, having mm-hmm. a barrier. With us. But she told, she told you that. I mean, the problem that I have, like a lot of times with rescue is, you know, we tell we're foster based and we have less than a 1% return rate. But if you, you That's were huge. responsible because you you did not set that dog up to fail. That dog told you and communicated to you what what the dog was about. So people that have dogs that aren't dog friendly or dogs that aren't good with kids, if you don't put a muzzle on, you're hurting your own dog out of your own, honestly, stupidity. That's right. It drives me crazy. People call up and go, you do this. I'll go, okay, but what did you do? Because uh-huh. Caesar trained me. You <clears throat> know, right. he helped me start Ace of Hearts. And he, the main thing is, what did you do? How are you going to take responsibility? Stop blaming the dog. Exactly. And it agree. drives me crazy. <clears throat> I agree. Crazy. I mean, we yeah. know that she's protecting us. Exactly. We know because, like, one time I drive up to the studio, we had a little gate. You can walk out our office to go to the stage, and there's a little porch area. But we had a gate because we had a little doggy door, and yeah. we had a little garden right outside so if she wanted to go out before we took her to the park yeah so we put a gate there so every time i drive up a security person will come out yeah there and so i stepped out of the car and he 
he's so sweet. And he said, how are you? And I raised up my arm to show where I had slipped on the <laughs> oh, floor the night before oh, my socks. And no, I had oh, a bruise. And uh-huh. I lifted up my arm to show him my elbow. And, and he thought it was looked, the dog? I said, look at this bruise. Oh. But Maggie had come out the dog door to wait for me to come in that little gate. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, and he said, look at my arm. And he raised his arm up at oh. me to show me something. Maggie was over that gate <gasps> oh, my and a flash and <laughs> no, out there no, to no. me. Wow. about to lunge at him. And yeah. I went, no, 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 put your arm down. Yeah. It's okay, Maggie. Yeah. But we knew what kind of dog she was. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to put her in that position with the grandchildren. Yeah. Because they're going to raise their arms exactly. for me to pick them up and everything. And while she's brilliant, mm-hmm. it's why very put responsible. anyone in that you position. Did, yeah. This was um, one, of, one of my favorite <laughs> comedians of all time is Chris Rock. Yeah, yes. I good. love him. And this was a special he did. It was Never Scared. Um, probably 10 years ago mm-hmm. or so. Um, but he was talking about, which it's horrible what happened, but with um, about Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Yes. And about the tiger. And mm-hmm. the, the tiger went crazy and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And he just had me cracking up. He goes, the tiger didn't went. The tiger didn't go crazy. The tiger went tiger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hello. Exactly. I mean, they're not meant to yeah. jump through hoops of fire. That's mm-hmm. exactly you know? right. Or yeah. a camp. You're not supposed to animal. put your head in a Sorry. tiger's mouth. Exactly. Yeah. That, but no, exactly. But, but there's so much truth to that. I, there is. Tr- yeah. And it's dogs. So and dogs also, they'll parrot their owners. Caesar taught me so much about that. And it sounds crazy. Someone will come to adopt a dog and they'll look great on paper. And I just see the neuroses and the craziness. Mm-hmm. And I said, this dog it's can't deal work. with that. Don't get me wrong. We can mix and match some. But it's very important that people realize that it's not always the dog's fault, you know. And I I appreciate what you did and your awareness with that because Mm -hmm. other people, oh, the dog, I can't even have it around my kids. Well, you knew that. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. We we so appreciated that in Maggie that she wanted to protect us. Yeah. We learned about the dog. We knew exactly what kind of dog she was, how her personality was, her traits, all of that. And she and we loved that about her. Yeah. We felt so safe. I felt yeah. so safe. And it was so funny. She would always plant herself between us and the front door. Oh, uh, she was sweet. brilliant. I love that. So oh, she was just I have a wonderful. Quick question. I'll find you another one. Not so, like Maggie, but another vibe. <laughs> wonderful. I love that. No, I love that. Oh, I um, always find it. So I have a question when it comes to adopting so mm-hmm. like you were so lucky you did find out what maggie's breed yes. was right I'm so happy but what would someone do when you know they just tell you well we think it's or this dog's a mix or it's kind of between a b and c and you want to do your research to to know kind of the demeanor and and I guess um, that's right. You have to do you, your research. You know what I'm How saying? Like for my golden know. retrievers, I know everything about that mm-hmm. breed. But if I was adopting a mix, mm-hmm. how do you kind of, you just kind of gauge for, it as well, you go along? Or for us, I, I don't always believe that all the dogs have this. Don't get me wrong. Like there's certain dogs that have very much the same per- temperament. But like everybody thinks, oh, the pit bull is this and the pit bull is that. Well, the, the pit was the pit bull Gets used to be rap. the kids' dog when they went to war in the 40s, right? So I don't always believe that. But if you do need to do your research, you know, you can do, we 
are pretty good. If there's one that we don't really know or there's something I don't understand about that dog, now they have like like the humans, they have the swabs. Like 23 yeah, and me. Yeah, it's oh, just like 23 and me. That's great. really neat. Yeah, which will help you. But I also feel like a, a responsible rescue, you know, I do think attributing 23 years to this and learning so much about it, it's kind of like the client situation, you know, getting to know who you're adopting and, and making sure that you are mixing it right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I do believe that's why we've been so successful for so long with our adoptions and why our return rate is so low. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little bit of a control freak about it. Like my employee, my operation manager, was like, I got this one. I'm like, wait, wait, what is this again? You know, because but I want to make be. sure. You're dealing with animals. You are. And yeah. I don't want anything to happen to that animal. I mean, I've had people threaten to sue us and threaten to do this and that because they wanted this dog when I knew this dog is going to bite their kid. Mm -hmm. No, we're fine. We're, we're savvy. I said, I don't care if you you're savvy. You can't be savvy 24-7. Exactly. <laughs> a dog and a exactly. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. so, but, but I will say the swab to answer your question. I mean, I think that really, really helps and, and to get to know what you got. But I didn't also know you just could do feeling, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's it's great. Fun. Yeah, it just came out. I will tell you, I, I got a dog for my grandchildren uh -huh. about two years ago uh -huh. because they wanted a dog and mom and dad were not ready to take a dog mm -hmm. into the family. They have a hairless cat oh, yeah. they had before the babies were born and uh, they love it. And yes. And so they weren't ready to take a dog in, but I asked them first uh -huh. and they said, sure, if the dog lives with you, I of course you can get them one. And so... It was a process that I involved them in, and mm -hmm. but I did the research and whatever, so I got them a cavapoo. Mm -hmm. It is the it lives at really? it lives at our house. Cavalier oh, yeah. King Charles, King Charles and Cavalier and a poodle. And a poodle. Oh, oh my gosh, the, it is from that's my cute. research the perfect mix for children. Oh, it is cute. the cutest. I don't know that I've ever heard ever. of that. It's a cavapoo. That's it's cute. So cute. It lives at our house, but it's their dog, and they got to name it and. That's about the extent of it. it <laughs> they don't, yeah, they, they don't see it very much. Well, when they come over, yeah, they see it, yes. Yeah. But They're over a lot. For a second. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But our housekeeper who lives with us fell in love with it. So oh. I let it live with her because it's yeah, down, good. downstairs. Mm -hmm. and, uh, she's so in love with it, So, which is fine. They still get to see it and everything, right. but. I have to That's say, if, if anyone out there is listening and they're looking for the perfect mix for a, for, a, for, for a children, Cavapoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not familiar Avery with them. Buttons. I got out of the basement the pram that I ordered from London when mm -hmm. Avery was born, this yeah. big, big pram mm -hmm. that I strung her around mm -hmm. the house in. So and you put the dog in. You must have been so, so excited to yeah. finally have a little girl yes. right, yes, to play yeah. with because you're so yes. girly and it's big dress up. up. Yeah. And I have a photo. I actually have a photo of Philip pushing the buttons around in the prayer. Oh, my gosh. How fun. Yeah, my so dog good. can't walk. So we had a um, – he's been disabled for like the last two years. So we had an electric – I don't know if you've ever <laughs> seen those. The um, It's an electric bike that has a big flatbed on the top and he's got – a big cover on it. Oh, I mean, cute. he has the cutest bike. And so we get him in there and that's how he gets around now. I mean, oh, he can get so out sweet. enough to go to the bathroom, but he's young, but he's got some very bad problems with his knees and oh, his shoulders. That was Maggie's so, problem in yeah. the end. Yeah. Oh, so the so, bike, it's so, the same thing. It's like that with a canopy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so by, it's by pedicab. So it's like, if you're going like it literally, like if you go in a pedicab, it's just mine has a flatbed with a big, you know, beautiful tent over it. 
and he gets so much attention. Oh, it's nice insane. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't have children, so that's, so that's my. I got you. Yeah. I yeah. love that. We may have to change the name of this podcast to The <laughs> yeah. Secret to Personalizing Your Home with a Pet. Yes. Because you can't do that. It can yeah. become the most loving home ever. <laughs> <laughs>